and welcome back to the luxury of self-care. Whether you're on the go or lounging with a glass of wine, this is the perfect podcast to dive into. From relatable topics to all people and things who inspire and empower me on a daily basis. I'm Anastasia, your host, and today's episode is I Scream, You Scream. We all scream for sunscreen. You thought I was going to say ice cream, huh? Well, National Ice Cream Day does come up this month, but National Ice Cream Day is actually next Sunday, July 19th. And I'll be sure to talk a little bit about that at some point because I love, love, love ice cream. But today is all about sunscreen. We are in July, so we are deep, deep into summer at this point. We've got a couple more months left, but I know we've all been so looking forward to getting out and laying out and soaking up the sun rays, even though we're still in this pandemic, even though we're still in this quarantine. I'm seeing more of my friends on Instagram that are going to the beaches, um, more of my friends by the poolside, even friends who don't have a pool that are in their backyard just trying to catch some rays. So I thought a perfect topic that was asked of me from a couple listeners that are subscribers of the channel was to discuss all things sunscreen. So today's episode is going to cover everything from top recommended brands to what specific things mean and you should look for within the ingredients of your sunscreen, what to do if you get burnt. It's just going to be an entire list and collaboration of all of these things. So stay tuned throughout the whole episode. I don't want you to miss any of these key facts. Nothing quite screams summertime like the smell of sunscreen, right? We all love that like tropical smell. I think it's a potent smell that we can all distinctually identify very quickly. And I love the smell of sunscreen, especially good sunscreens. With my birthday happening last weekend and it being on a holiday, my boyfriend Douglas and I figured it wasn't smart to go to the beach that day just because it was going to be a little bit more crowded. So we did end up renting a car and went to the beach with the dog on Tuesday. For any of you that follow me on Instagram, might have seen that. And funnily enough, we came back from the beach and we went over to my girlfriend's place who I'd seen for the first time to have dinner. And We both got burnt from being at the beach. I mean, we've been indoors a lot. We haven't been outside in excess sun for a long amount of time. So we resulted in a burn. So yes, the big thing is is that sunscreen keeps you from getting burnt. But it also helps keep you safe from UV radiation and prevents signs of aging. You may have wondered to yourself, you know, what exactly is UV radiation? and it's electromagnetic radiation. So the sun gives off UVA, UVB, and UVC rays. So UVA can cause photoaging and skin cancer under the layer of skin. UVB rays is what causes sunburn, so that's what we see on the outside layer of our skin. And then UVC doesn't penetrate the ozone layer or affect the skin at all. So that's kind of a little bit of a breakdown of what UV means, what it is. So now that we've covered that, many of us go by one rule. The most important rule is the more SPF, the more protected I am. 
But what the heck is SPF, right? (laughs) I think sometimes a lot of us use this term all the time but don't truly know what it means. Myself included at different points. I did mention in the last episode that I had worked for Coppertone, which I did. I did a lot of promotional work for them in Florida when I was working for Disney. It was a great side job. I had lifeguarded since I was 16 years old and worked from an indoor water park to mostly just swimming pools in the summertime and whatnot. But we always, we all know like this big number one rule, SPF, SPF, SPF. So what does it stand for? The actual acronym SPF is quite simple. It stands for Sun Protection Factor. Simple enough, right? It measures the sunscreen's ability to protect you from sunburn, the UVB rays. So let's think of it like this. Mathematically speaking, if it takes one minute for your skin to burn outside unprotected and you lather up with a 15 SPF, It'll now take 15 minutes until you're going to probably get that sunburn. Are we following so far? Let's try another one. If it takes 10 minutes for your skin to burn, again, unprotected, and you apply a 30 SPF, you would multiply 10 minutes by that 30 SPF, which would give you 300 minutes, roughly five hours protected from UVB sun rays. Okay, so... Simple enough as the math goes on, right? So back to UVA rays. Shockingly, one in five Americans will develop skin cancer by age 70. Gosh. And and many of those skin cases come from damaging effects of the UVA rays from the sun. So think of your SPF number as hot sauce. Below 15 is mild protection. 15 to 30 is medium, and above 30 is going to be your hot. And in this case, hot is a good thing. So what's right for you? A 15 SPF filters out 93% of UVB rays. A 30 SPF filters out 97%, and a 50 and above SPF filters out 98%. Okay, okay, you may be thinking like not a huge difference and and it isn't. Those small shifts of percentages will matter more to light sensitive skin types. So all of our fair skin friends out there and also those who have a family history of skin cancer. So now let's factor in being a human, right? Most experts say in a controlled laboratory, yes, those five hours from the earlier calculation may work, but let's add in being a human. So we sweat, we go into the swimming pool, we get hit by a million waves at the beach. So realistically, you should be reapplying every 90 minutes to two hours. Now moving into a little extra word to look for when you're picking out your sunscreen is a word that may be small but it actually means so much and that is broad spectrum which is going to protect you from both UVA and UVB rays. The causing of skin cancer and aging and the actual causing of sunburn. Now we're being protected by both when we are including the word broad spectrum. So definitely something to look out for. So great, now we have our SPF 
We understand how often to apply. We know to look for broad spectrum. But let's go all the way back to your initial application before exposure. Notice how I say before exposure. Not when you're outside, not after you've set up and claimed your spot on the beach and you've put the umbrella up. Because chances are you've actually already been exposed to the sun rays for about 20 to 30 minutes at this point. I see this all the time. Everyone gets ready to go to the beach. You get all the stuff and everything like that. Your cooler packed and your towels and your this and your that. That is the time you should be putting on the sunscreen in the beginning, at least 15 minutes before exposure. So now how much do I put on, right? Like that's something that we all think, okay, I've got my sunscreen on, but how much is enough? If the bottle is eight ounces, that's really only eight applications. So it's great to buy sunscreen in bulk. If you see a good deal for three different bottles, go for it. I'm sure you're going to be outside more than eight times at, at some point during the summer, during the spring, during the fall whenever you're exposed to the sun. Think of it like this, a quarter-sized dollop for your face and then a shot glass worth for your body. So, of course, they'll bring in a fun little alcohol play for you. So for me, what I've always recommended is putting on lotion at home and then spraying for later when you're reapplying once you are outside. Spray takes less time, it's convenient, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's better. With wind as a factor and the clear color of most of these aerosol sprays, you're more likely than not to miss a few spots. So you won't be properly applying it everywhere, which is why I say put on lotion everywhere before you expose yourself at all because then you're fully covered to the start and then that way if you miss it in a couple places when you're spraying because I like everyone else do not want to put on lotion when I'm when my hands are sandy when I have sand on my skin the last thing I want to do is be lathering in this white stuff so I love 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 and would always recommend to put on your lotion at home and then bring that nice spray can with you now For my friends who want to get tan, who aren't going out all day, like you're saying to me, Stasi, I'm not going to the beach all day. I'm not going to a long day out at the pool. I just want to get tan. Great, great. For you, I would say, let's say you're hitting the pool for roughly about an hour every day. And you just want to get tan. I used to live in California. We had a pool at our complex. I lived in Florida. We had a pool at our complex. I would do that often before I went to work. I would work out and then I would come back to my apartment and I would want to go tan for roughly an hour before I'd leave for work. I totally get it. And that's just to work on that nice little glowing bronze and to get the vitamin D in your skin. And I get all of it. I get you. So for you, I would say if you're going to go out for about an hour, you're going to want to do 30-minute tits up and 30-minute buns up. That's what I used to call it. <laughs> I know Marvelous Mrs. Maisel always says like tits up as well, but I, I think the proper way to get a really great tan if you're gradually getting it and you're going out every day is 30-minute tits up and 30-minute buns up. And in order to find your SPF for 
these friends, I would say if you're someone who, like me, starts to kind of feel the burn on my skin after about five minutes, you can do an 8 SPF with broad spectrum because you still want to make sure that you're protecting your under layer of skin from skin damage. So if we do our calculation again, if I burn after five minutes and I'm putting on an 8 SPF, that gives me 40 minutes outside that I can be exposed on each side to get that glow that I'm looking for. So be sure to reapply after flipping because most likely your sunscreen has wiped off on your towel. So for those friends, I would say maybe put it all on and then once you get down there in your chair, you can give yourself like a little spritz, set your timer for 30 minutes, do a little flip, make sure you get a little bit of a spritz again just in case you wiped anything off on the towel and then you're done. You can you can give or take a few minutes with that extra 10-minute marker there. And then to kind of talk about a couple brands. Now we've talked about days at the beach, days at the pool, um, short tanning sessions just to get a little bit of bronze glow if you're out there on the daily. So let's talk a little bit about brands. Hawaiian Tropic has several 15 and below SBFs to choose from for my friends that just want to get a little tan and are going out for roughly an hour each day. And who doesn't love the coconut smell of Hawaiian Tropic? It moisturizes your skin with aloe, shea butter, and petroleum, and it has skin conditioners and antioxidants like vitamin A, C, and E. So those are the benefits of Hawaiian Tropic. If your skin is dry, it's actually harder for you to get bronzed. So Australian Gold is another brand, and that offers several tanning accelerators. It includes glycerin, aloe, olive, and sunflower seed oils, and most come with this caramel coloring, which are feeding into jumpstarting that tan. Banana Boat's another brand we've heard forever. Banana Boat features banana extract for a natural golden tan for those looking to get extra bronze. For my friends that are already tan and are really looking to deepen, deepen, deepen that color, Banana Boat does offer that extra, extra golden tan. One of the brands that I absolutely love that I'm surprised that not many people really know about is Maui Island. You'll find this in Hawaii. They're always trying to sell it there. It's known as the secret browning formula. That's what it says on the bottle. And it comes with and without SPF. So make sure you know which one you want to get. If you pick the one that doesn't have SPF, I highly recommend that you're putting the SPF on first and then putting that over top. This blends aloe, shea butter, sunflower, and rose hip oils with a Hawaiian ginger and then Maui coffee extract. So this product actually has no bronzers in it, but it will help you develop a deeper natural color and it does have a dark pigment to it. So be sure that you're not wearing a white bathing suit when you use this product because it it most likely will stain it. If you do wear white like I do a lot, I do have a lot of swimsuits in white, I always recommend as a side note to just wash them in the washing machine with your other whites or or alone with OxyClean. One scoop of OxyClean and it'll kind of pull that right out. Make sure you don't put them in the dryer. Just hang dry them. 
So you wouldn't do your normal like run run your swimsuit under cold water. I would recommend just throwing them in the washing machine with OxyClean or some other type of stain fighter. And for the Maui Island products, you don't have to travel to Hawaii to get these. They are available online. They're even available on Amazon. To move into some higher SPFs, Sunbum came out in 2010. And I actually really, really love this product. I just ordered it off of Amazon last week. And it comes from Cocoa Beach in the Sunshine State, Florida. And the company generally has just a great vibe with several millennials behind the scenes. The entire team does the bum rush tour, which happens all over the country. And they just show up unannounced at the beach. I think the great thing about them, though, is they have hair care and sunscreens and sprays and lotions and chapsticks. Because let's not forget those precious little lips of yours in the process here. They also can get sunburned just as much as your other parts of skin on your body. They even have a scalp and hair mist that's a 30 SPF for all my friends with thinning hair or with partners with thinning hair. This is a great product to make sure that that scalp is nice and protected as well without making your hair look all stringy and sticky and getting greasy from an average sunscreen. All of their products are oil-free, water-resistant, they're packed with vitamin E, they're gluten-free and vegan-friendly. And it smells like coconut mixed with like island breeze. So I truly love the smell of it. I think it's a great product. Definitely don't stray away from that. I will really would highly recommend that brand. So back to Coppertone, which I talked about earlier, which is widely known for its protection and non-greasy appeal. It's water resistant. It's sweat resistant. It's very family friendly. I mean, even they have the waterproof young toddler girl with the little dog pulling off her diaper on the on most of their products. So that's been around since 1944, which establishes them as such a trusted brand. And they have several types to choose from, from even ones with lower SPF that have more tanning solutions in them all the way up to the higher um, excess SPFs for my fair skinned friends and for our little toddlers and babies out there. I love Coppertone. I think they're such a trusted product. I think their pricing's great. You can always find several different things to choose from at the grocery store or at the drugstore or wherever you're ordering online. And the best number one brand overall recommended by dermatologists is Neutrogena, especially for the face. Their ultra sheer dry touch sunscreen is one of the number one recommended face sunscreens out there by all dermatologists across the board. I feel like I'm going to horribly pronounce this, but MD Joshua Zykney, who is the Director of Cosmetics and Clinical Research in Dermatology at Mount Sinai Hospital, which is here in NYC, states that starting out with a higher SPF acts as an insurance policy to give the highest level of protection for the longest period of time. 
So grab that SPF 70 for your face because chances are for my ladies out there, we don't really want to reapply once we're already out at the beach. Once we've added some little light makeup for our day in the sun, my beach look as I always call it. So I always apply um, Neutrogena's SPF 70 on my face and then I'll maybe put a light cover up on as well. But that's going to keep me insured for a really long time. If I'm not getting my planning to get my face wet as well, I'm, I'm probably going to be in the clear. Still, you know, put that hat on or get under the umbrella every once in a while and get in the shade here and there, of course, and don't just be exposed out in the sun the entire time. Side note, Neutrogena also has another word that you might notice on their bottles, and it's helioplex which is just another fancy word that they coined. And it's broad spectrum, which again is helping you protect you from UVA and UVB rays and also oxybenzone, which reduces the amount of degradation. It's an ultraviolet light that will absorb and stabilize you. It's one of the most widely used organic UVA filters. It's your number one photoprotector agent which is preventing molecular damage that's caused by sunlight. All sounds good but helioplex is basically that broad spectrum as well. So seeing either one of those words you're good to go as far as protecting you from UVA and UVB rays from the sun. Now that we're getting into the discussions of what the dermatologists are recommending, I had gone to a bunch of different sites, and I know that Neutrogena really does claim that they're the number one over-counter dermatologist recommended. Another one that does pop up quite a bit is Elta MD. Now, Elta MD comes in an abundant of different styles, some from sprays to sunscreens to all the lotions. But one of the ones that gets recommended quite a bit is that it's the best spray sunscreen. And MD Carol Chang, a board-certified dermatologist and a member of the Prevention Medical Review Board, states that it's not a traditional spray. Since it sprays on white but rubs in clear, it's easier to ensure that you're getting adequate coverage. So she loves this and she recommends it. Most articles that I had read had flip-flopped back and forth a lot between Neutrogena and this Elta MD facial sunscreen. It's recommended by several dermatologists as well, and it's a fragrance and paraben-free lotion. So it feels lightweight on the skin. It doesn't tend to clog your pores. It makes it a top choice for anyone who is acne-prone. And all of this information is coming from dermatologist and cosmetic surgeon Joel Schlesinger. And he is an MD and president of LovelySkin.com. Since Elta MD was a new brand for me to discover that I hadn't really known a lot about, I'm going to read you directly from their website that they state Elta MD offers a line of superior sun product formulas designed with maximum efficiency in mind. Their broad spectrum, again a word that we like, formulas are designed for a variety of skin types. Specially formulated with zinc oxide, Elta MD provides long-lasting UVA and UVB protection with SPF ratings from 30 to 50. 
Elta MD believes that proper sunscreen is essential for every individual, which is why they make their products incredibly easy to use. So they seem like a pretty good brand. I personally haven't tried them at all. If anyone has, definitely write write a little something in the notes to say, I like them, thumbs up. <laughs> Another brand that I saw come up that I'm not familiar with is Supergoop. And this is an oil-free gel-based sunscreen, and it's one of the best out there for oily skin. It dries really, really fast, and it's easy to absorb, so it doesn't just come off right away. Unlike other sunscreens, it's geared towards oily types, and it doesn't have a pasty finish, and it dries invisible on the skin, which is great because nobody wants to be walking around with all those white spots all over their skin. Supergoop is also great for our listeners that are of darker skin tones. Not only does it apply completely sheer, but it's also fragrance and oil-free. So the brand is cosmetically elegant and it's easier to layer. Again, great on that oily combination or dry skin, says Mona Gohera, who's an MD, Associate Clinical Professor of Dermatology at Yale School of Medicine and a member of Prevention's Medical Review Board. And that's about all I have as far as dermatologist recommended brands because there are a lot of brands that are actually prescription only. But if you do feel like you have a specific skin type or super sensitive skin, definitely reach out to your dermatologist or set up an appointment with them and they can recommend you with a prescription only brand that is going to be perfect for you and your skin type. I highly recommend doing that for any of you with very sensitive skin. And also a side note, I definitely need to look out a little bit more with my German background for getting burnt by the sun, but I do want to let our listeners that are of darker skin tones know to look for broad spectrum and helioplex. All those things are things that you need to look for as well, because though you might not get burned as quickly, you're still susceptible to sun inclined damage. So other than that super goop, I did find a brand that I was quite familiar with which is Drunk Elephant. If For anybody that has gone to Sephora or Ulta, I'm sure you've seen this brand before. And they have a lot of zinc oxide in this sunscreen. And zinc is actually a really difficult thing to formulate in a wearable sunscreen for darker skins because it tends to be extremely whitening in color. So this formula does it really well. It disappears onto the skin, even on darker complexions. All the mineral sunscreens are particularly helpful for darker skins because they deflect heat, which worsens hyperpigmentation. La Roche-Posay, I guess that's how you say it, La Roche-Posay is one that I saw actually on a couple different ads and apparently it's Amazon's choice. And this is oxybenzone free and designed for oily skin as well. This is a lightweight chemical sunscreen that absorbs with silica, which is helping you stay shine-free. We don't want to have that shine on the beach. We just want to glow. And if you're looking for a face sunscreen that has a tint to it, one that constantly was coming up is It Cosmetics. They have a CC Plus Cream with an SPF 50. So earlier, as I was saying with Neutrogena, putting on that 70 is amazing. But this one actually has a tint in it, and it comes in a variety of colors that matches so many different skin tones. And it acts as a concealer, and it's oil-free with a nice matte finish. So I hope that was helpful to give a little bit of 
ideas and backgrounds with different brands that you might have not known about or wanted to know a little bit more about. And reminding us all that no matter the color of our skin, we still need to protect ourselves from those UVA and UVB rays at all times. (laughs) The next part I'm going to take you into is, but what do I do if I get burnt? I feel like I'm the elves in the Santa Claus. I don't know if any of you have seen that with Tim Allen. And the elves keep showing Tim Allen, who is Santa Claus, all these new features that they've come up with for him for the year to keep him safe and protective. And he keeps asking, but what do I do if I fall off a roof? Because that's how he initially became Santa Claus. So to all of you out there who are my Tim Allens right now saying to me, but what do I do if I get burnt? This part is for you. We have all been there. I just was there the other day, as I stated in the beginning, that my boyfriend and I got burnt on the beach. Now, I dealt with my burn, and he did not. He is now still red. He is peeling on his face, on his body. Um, I'm trying to give him every remedy in the book, but he is being stubborn and won't won't listen. And he knows it all, which is fine. But for those of you who do get burnt and want to know a couple quick tips and reasons behind them, this is the section for you. Yes, aloe is great. It's also fabulous if you keep aloe in the fridge because it keeps it nice and cold, which let's break down that. Why is it why is it nice when it's cold? So when we're cooking, Do you ever notice how you might read in a recipe that you need to take the steak off of the pan and put it on the cutting board? Or you're making your eggs soft boiled and you take them out of the boiling water and they tell you to put them in an ice bath. And the reasoning for that is so you're stopping the cooking process. You're cooling it down. So once your skin gets burnt, you need to cool it down. When you come back from your day out in the sun, I know we don't want to do this, but especially for my friends who have sand all over them, when you get back, they have um, showers at a lot of the beach houses that are outside before you go inside, so you're not constantly tracking in sand. In that shower, or in your initial after being exposed to the sun shower, yes, that is what I'm about to say. Take it lukewarm. And for my friends who can handle cold, take it cold. Because what you need to do is start to cool your skin down. You need to get it to a temperature where we're, we're slowly cooling the skin down. This, even for my friends who aren't burned, this is going to cause you already from maybe not even getting the redness. If, it's a, if you had minor sunburn. And if you have a more major sunburn, you'll still get red. It's not a, an immediate fix, but it is a great tip to come home from the beach and to take a cool shower. And after the cool shower, apply a rich moisturizer, something with shea butter I would highly recommend. So some thick, thick, creamy moisturizer or put on the aloe if you already know that you're probably burnt. 
The next one is drink lots of water. And if you want some tips on drinking water, listen to episode number 12, which is just add water. I have several exciting things that you can do in order to drink more water that day. You're going to want to drink a lot of water that night. I know if you're like me, I love to drink on the beach. So we also need to make sure that we're hydrating while we're on the beach. So you may be drinking still as the evening goes on after your day in the sun, especially for my friends that are on vacation. But just be sure to have an additional glass of water for every glass of alcohol. You need to get that H2O back in your body because your skin's dried out. That's what's causing the peeling of the skin. I also love cooling my skin down when it's burnt with ice packs. I did that this time. So when we came back, I knew we were burnt. I took a cool shower that night. I put um, lotion all over my body. The next morning I woke up, I covered up ice packs and I put them on my legs and I kept rotating the places that they were because it was only my legs that were burnt. So that was kind of where I kept moving them around. Just make sure not to put the ice pack directly on your skin because that's going to hurt and it's going to be really cold. So I would always wrap it up with a tea towel. And if you need to, take a mild pain reliever like Advil or Motrin IV or an naproxen like Aleve. And then to continue to avoid sun exposure the following day by either no sun or only staying in the shade Or wear long sleeves and long pants to cover up the places where you are burnt to avoid your skin to get burnt even further. All these steps should avoid the peeling of the skin. If you do peel or get skin blisters, just leave them alone. Don't don't touch the blisters. And if the blisters do break, just clean them with some mild soap. Nothing with a scent or anything like that. Just a mild soap and water. And as far as peeling goes, just keep moisturizing it as you shed that layer of skin. So just lots and lots of lotion. Again, shea butter lotion is probably the best way to go because it's just super thick and super creamy. For a more severe burn, look for over-the-counter hydrocortisone cream. I'm sure you've seen this before. I know a lot of people that have eczema have used this. CBD cream actually works really well for my friends out there that aren't afraid of the green. CBD does not get you high. Just want everyone to know that. CBD cream is actually really good for burns as well. But hydrocortisone cream is something that you can get over the counter very easily at a drugstore. So this is going to reduce the inflammation and the itching and the irritation. And also make sure that you are not using this on children under the age of 10. Hydrocortisone cream is going to act inside the skin cells to stop the release of chemicals that have occurred. And those chemicals are causing your blood vessels to widen. And that's what's irritating the skin, which causes the redness color. So enjoy the sun, my friends. Just be sure to put on that SPF. And remember, the higher the SPF, the more it is the insurance for you to make sure that you are protected overall. So apply that 70 to your beautiful, beautiful face and keep that skin nice and glowing and glorious, but also protect it both on the outside and underneath. In conclusion, we've covered kind of it all from how to apply to what words to look for, 
UVA, UVB, we've covered brands of sunscreens, we've covered what SPF is, how to calculate what SPF you should use, the differences between trying to get tan to what to do if you get burnt. Again, remember the key facts. Apply that sunscreen 15 minutes before exposure. I recommended applying lotion at home and reapplying with sprays because they're great when you're alone at the beach and you can always turn it upside down with the aerosol can and you can get those hard to reach areas like your upper back. And another fun trick for the aerosol cans, if you keep them in your cooler with your drinks and your alcoholic beverages or your beers or your cold water or your sandwiches or whatever you have on the beach with you in your cooler pack it's actually going to be a really nice cool spray against your skin which again is cooling down your heated skin while you're reapplying that sunscreen that's something my mom always did that I absolutely love she would always whip out the Neutrogena spray and then like respray us down and it always made us want to have it because it felt really cool and nice on our skin out on a hot summer day. And how many times are we supposed to reapply? Every 90 minutes to two hours, especially for my friends who are sweating and jumping in the pool or jumping into the ocean. I know that it's hard when you go to the beach that you just want to get there. And I know people are just ready to jump out in the sun right now, but we do need to protect our skin. We need to be safe. We need to protect ourselves from the future. And what I totally understand is we all just want to get that nice bronze coloring, but remember that there are ways to do it without not wearing anything at all. So never, 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 ever, ever, ever promise me, please, that you will just go outside with a whole bunch of baby oil on. I feel like we've all watched and learned from previous generations that that is not the way to go. There's so many products out there for you still to get tan from wearing your sunscreen. And I've lived by this statement my entire life. I get more tan personally. My skin, I get more tan when I actually wear sunscreen as opposed to not. And I say that because I'm protecting my skin and I actually end up getting a glow and I get that bronze look as opposed to getting burned. So I hope you enjoyed all these tips and I am so excited for the episode that is coming up on Thursday. It's with one of my oldest childhood friends. We grew up on the same block when we were butt toddlers. <laughs> Ye little ladies. So she brought up an amazing topic. She's been such a huge fan of the podcast. The episode is called Comparison is the Thief of Joy. So just to get that mind twirling and turning, when she actually sent me this originally... I couldn't find it to find these beautiful notes that she had given me, and it's because it was entitled Cling and Clack, which is what my mom used to call us because that was from a show she watched back in her young age, all on a show called HR Puffin Stuff, which came out in 1969, and it was a show that my mom watched just like I had watched all these shows on the Disney Channel and Barney and Sesame Street and uh, the Nickelodeon Channel, so... That was something she used to always call us because we were just two peas in the pod and we did all this fun stuff. You'll hear all about that on Thursday's episode, but I can't wait for you to hear that one. It was It's this true pleasure to interview someone that was younger than me, but now I look at as a confidant, as, a, as another grown woman that's just beside me and she is just about to turn 30 next weekend. 
Lastly, I wanted to add for all of my friends that do listen to the podcast fairly consistently and our subscribers, we wanted to create a special code for you from my last guest, Jenny Olwine, who I interviewed that began and founded Free Heart Fitness with her girlfriends. So we came up with a code that I will be putting in the notes for that episode, but I wanted to tell you on here because it's for people who actually are listening. The code for you to get 20% off with this code luxury listen 20 that's l-u-x-u-r-y l-i-s-t-e-n 20 for the 20% off and you can use that and apply that to any of her three classes that she offers now I don't know what you're waiting for I definitely think you need to go sign up for a class now I will see you in class again that code is luxury listen 20 So that's all for me. I hope you're enjoying this glorious day outside. Wherever you are, we've been having so much rain. So a nice sunny day was truly the blossoming moment for me to have an episode all about sunscreen. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. If you could, please give me a rating or possibly even a review. I'd love to hear what you're thinking of the podcast. In addition, you can find all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Universal film Anastasia. Or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you're interested in hearing about any specific topics or have any great ideas and you'd be excited to share them, I am always down to listen and engage with you if you'd like to DM me or personally write me. For all of you listeners out there, this wouldn't be possible without you. You are what stimulate me to continue to keep doing this. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your love and support. And as always, for tuning in.